Hello and welcome to another episode of the RNJ777 podcast. Um, just a heads up for this episode, gonna be probably gonna be some background noise because I'm gonna be doing some stuff in a uh, 2K18 to with the roster and all that stuff. So just editing. And uh, downloading a few new people for mainly probably PWL. And of course, you know, going in. And there's also going to be a few people deleted, but I haven't really been <coughs> using those people. So. Alright, anyway. Um, I'm going to get started uh, with wrestling, of course. Um,. This week I'm not going to be doing the um, what you call the wrestling trivia. I'm just gonna be doing like the main week, actually two weeks, because I uh, didn't have a chance to do uh, the podcast the last week. And for that, I do apologize. Um, hopefully that didn't ruffle too many feathers. Uh, you know. So, anyway, so, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Alrighty, um, gonna get started. So, of course, uh, I'm just gonna be covering the big things this week, or these past two weeks. Um, so, Evolution, uh, Crown Jewel, big stuff on Raw and SmackDown. Um... So, of course, the big thing is, or actually there's two big things, uh, of course, with Roman Reigns, that whole situation, um, of course, it's a very tragic situation, you never want to see anything like that, um, you know, happen to anybody, even if it is arguably the most hated wrestler right now, um, so, but either way, um, yeah, it is just a sad situation. Um, and later on in the night, uh, with Ambrose, uh, with the heel turn, absolutely done great. That was just perfect. Perfect timing and all that stuff. It was done to perfection. And um, I didn't like the follow-up to it, though. Uh, especially the part where Ambrose was about to get on the mic, then Rollins just cut him off, you know, saying, oh, okay, you're not going to say anything, fine, I'll just come out, come out there, you know, that whole thing, but anyway, so with the Ambrose heel turn, um, it was done on the perfect night, I mean, had it been on any other night, uh, it wouldn't have had much of an impact, because that night, you know, with Reigns and all that, and then winning the tag titles for Reigns, you know, then Ambrose just doing the dirty deeds, you could see, you know, like, oh, should I really be doing this? Yeah, and it's like, no, it's still gonna do it, you know, and he just absolutely brutalized him as well, which, the heel turn itself was great, I don't really like the follow-up, I'm curious to see where they're going with it, though. Um curious to see, like, Ambrose's reasoning and all that stuff, um, 
if it is going to be what Ziggler already mentioned, or if they're going to do a different direction. Um, but yeah, Ambrose turning heel on that night just made it much more emotional. If it had been the Raw or so afterwards, or heck, even on pay per view. Uh, it wouldn't have had much of an impact because of what happened earlier on the show. So, anyway, so yeah. Uh, then AJ and Brian, they had a pretty good feud. Uh, finished it off with uh, the match this past SmackDown, I want to say. Um... It was done pretty well. Uh, I like the build up to it. The match itself was. I enjoyed the match itself. Um, and uh, I will say it is a little weird that to have uh, what's his name uh, Brian tap out. I thought that was a little bit odd. But on the same note, I mean, it played into the match very nicely. You know, he had, uh, you know, Brian has like her earlier in the match. So, it played a part. So, yeah, the the build to the match, or the build in the match, the story that they were telling, it wasn't that all that bad. Um, then, of course, Evolution. Uh, the build up to Evolution wasn't that good. Uh, let's just be honest, it wasn't that good. Um, just the storylines, other than Becky and Charlotte, I didn't think the storylines were all that good, uh, and I didn't think the pay-per-view was going to be that good based on the storylines, uh, of course Becky and Charlotte were going to be good, uh, expecting the Young Classic to be good, and the NXT Women's title match, um, were... Pretty much the three matches that I thought were going to be good. Everything else was just going to be like, eh. You know, it's just kind of like, well, you kind of want to keep watching because some of the other matches, but at the same time, it's just like, oh, but this is just, ooh, you know, like cringy. Very cringy. But it wasn't. Uh, for that, very, very uh, happy about that, actually. Because had it not been a good pay-per-view, then it would have really backfired on them. Uh, the whole pay-per-view would have. And uh, luckily the pay-per-view was pretty good. Um, yeah, for the most part. Uh, I will say the NXT Women's title match. Do have a little bit of an issue with it. I mean, I you could look at it as two ways. I am looking at it as um, the way that I'm about to explain. Um, so with Baszler having help uh, win winning the match, I think that delegitimizes her a little bit because uh, you know she's supposed to be this Brock Lesnar sort of person, you know. Um, absolutely, uh, hard to beat, you know, indestructible, basically, I don't know where exactly, um, but, you know, 
Like I said, like a Brock Lesnar. And then you have her lose. Or, no, you don't have her lose. My bad. Uh, you have her win, but kind of like that cheap heel win. Which, fair enough, that does add on to uh, Shayna being that heel. But at the same time, you know, kind of delegitimizes her with the character that they've been building. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, everybody has, like, that one person in wrestling, you know, uh, who they just can't be. Like, they have to have somebody else come in and help. Um, or it takes a little bit more for them to beat them. Let's see, let's see. Oh, jeez. Trying to think of like a really good example here. Um, or not a good example, but a clear example. Okay, Goldberg and WCW with the streak, right? Uh, Starcade, Kevin Nash ruined the streak. Well, you know, uh, Hogan having trouble, Nash had to help beat, help, uh, Hogan beat Goldberg. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Goldberg, Hogan, then Kevin Nash interfered while the ref wasn't looking or something like that. I had the, uh, shock platoon or whatever, the shock stick, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of the exact wording. Um, yeah, then Asuka, obviously Charlotte, beating her streak. Um, I mean, even Charlotte, I mean, yeah, the, Becky, you know, she's pretty much being Charlotte left and right. You know, um, So, I mean, there's two sides to the coin, basically. Uh, but, I mean, other than the ending, I thought the match was fairly good, you know. Um, yeah, it was a pretty good match, I thought. Um, just would have liked to see a different ending. You know, uh, I think they still could have had like, a slight interference, like, maybe while, uh, Shane is, like, being rolled up or something like that, you know, one of them distracts the ref, you know, like, jumps the rail, distracts the ref, and then Shane gets out of it, or Kyrie Shane lets go, then, you know, Shane locks in the, I want to say cocaine clutch, but no, that's what Joe calls it, it's, same move the sleeper hold um is what it is but uh yeah I mean like that something like that could have worked I thought I think um but anyway so of course uh Mayan Classic 
was obviously good. Um, the final, Tony Storm won. I agree with that decision. Uh, you know, that helps build up the NXT UK brand. And, you know, Tony Storm, very consistent, very good. And, of course, with her being consistent, the matches, she's very good a lot. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, Battle Royal. I, you know, I get, okay, Jack's won, fine. Um, but I have two problems with this. First one being, it was just a big excuse to get more women on the card, you know, so they could sort of follow through with the over 50 women on the card promise, which was bullcrap, by the way. I think somebody counted, and there's only 41 people on the card. So, there's that. <laughs> but... Honestly, I do think somebody from SmackDown should have won, because Raw, there's just, like, so many people over there that, you know, could be seen, like, could be in the title scene. Jack's definitely one of them. Um, Amber Moon, I think, with a little bit of a push, she could definitely be there. Um, like, a few more big wins. Or something like that. Um, but of course they're obviously going to lose to Ronda. So. But yeah. I think they could have had Jax. Win on Raw. Or like some. Fatal 4 way or something like that. I don't know. Um, but. The thing with Smackdown is. With. Okay, so, say Asuka won, like, probably the biggest name in the Battle Royal from SmackDown. Um, you know, other than Asuka and Naomi, mainly the women's division is tag teams. I mean, you have Absolution, the Iconics. Actually, even Asuka and Naomi are a team. So, I mean, that even debunks what I was just saying. And you could have had somebody win there, um, giving them a little, from SmackDown, giving them a little bit more of a push, you know, um, and other than Charlotte, there isn't really anybody I can see, like, unless they build somebody up at Survivor Series or in the build-up to TLC, Something like that. I don't really see anybody there that could really challenge for the title right now. Again, other than Charlotte, because, I mean, it's Charlotte. And she's just lost, I don't know how many times now. So, it's just, uh, they really could have used that to help promote somebody over the, on SmackDown, help build them up a little bit with a big win, but, you know, 
It is what it is. Um, then there's Trish and Lita against Mickey James and Alicia Fox. I feel pretty bad for uh, Bless with that because, you know, of course, due to injury, she wasn't able to compete. And yeah, yeah, I feel bad for somebody who was in the build up to one of the bigger matches at Evolution, arguably one of the bigger matches at Evolution. Um, you know, big return for Trish and Lita. And then, you know, get injured, not even being able to compete in said match. Yeah, it's just, uh, I feel sorry for Bless. Especially since the feud was basically her and Trish. Just Mickey and Lita kind of like tagging along. No pun intended. Um, but yeah, so. I mean, the match itself wasn't all that bad. I think it was what was expected, really. So, yeah. Uh, Let's see, then there was, oh yeah, um, the Hug and Boss connection and Natalia against Riot Squad, that was a pretty good match. Uh, I thought that was a lot better than what I at least expected it to be. I thought it was going to be kind of like an average six-woman tag match, you know, but man, they blew it out of the park. Uh, of course, there were, they did mess up a little bit, um, but, I mean, they really, uh, rose above expectations, I thought, at least. You know, it was pretty good. Uh, very enjoyable, a very enjoyable match. Um, I don't think it was a great match. It was a good match. Um, but, yeah, uh, so... See then Tony Storm Rider Shirai. Yeah, uh <laughs> I mean of course that was a good match. I mean look who's in there. So you know. Let's see then are we talking about the NXT Women's title match? And oh yeah, uh SmackDown Women's title match. Very good match. Uh I would say for me at least it was match of the night. Um, apparently, I almost got five stars, which kind of bummed out that it didn't. But I can definitely see why the ref uh, had to help out for some spots. You know, um, but it was a really well put together match. Um, one thing that I don't like about it was after Charlotte got up got up from the table after Becky did that uh, leg drop off the ladder. I honestly think that should have been the ending um, because I mean the actual finish was uh, Charlotte being powerbombed through another table. Um, But I don't know. I didn't really think too much happened after the match. or, Or not after the match. Uh, after that spot, if I'm not mistaken, pretty sure that whole ladder figure four thing happened before 
the leg drop. But I will say, I mean, it makes sense, but at the same time, it's also kind of really annoying that they're still doing the same thing. You know, Charlotte, um, when Charlotte got back up, Becky was just, like, absolutely terrified, you know, backing up, trying to run away, you know, after she had been, you know, absolutely pretty much merciless, really, um, in promos and all that stuff, uh, and of course in matches as well, I mean, she's been more vicious than the promos, I think, but the matches, she's been, she's been doing some good work in the matches, um, of course it's Becky Lynch, so, but yeah, uh, so anyway, on to the main event, which was, uh, Rousey and Nikki Bella, it wasn't bad, but I do, <laughs> uh, previous listeners will know, I have a big old problem with this match. So, Rousey has been pretty much just dominating everybody, right? Uh, even Nia, <laughs> for the most part. I mean, fair enough, Nia get, did get a little bit of offense in, but Rousey was still running the show. And of course with Bliss, you know, Riot Squad. But no, Bella almost beat Rousey. I mean, of course, she wasn't going to, but if you look at the match as a whole, Rousey almost won that match, which is absolutely ridiculous. It is. You know, and even, they didn't really, uh, it wasn't a big point in the feud, but at the same time, it's still kind of ridiculous. Even they said in one of the promos, you know, Bella said, you know, uh, about Rousey's mother, you know, your mother's going to be ashamed when a diva beats, beats you, you know. So, right off the bat, right there, you know, Nikki Bella almost winning after that line when WWE has supposedly moved on from that sort of stuff, they almost put the title back on from a hat. They almost put the title back on a has-been. With and Brie in a ringside, she was she was really overused in that match. And that also just drove the nail further into the coffin. You know, that Brie is never really going to amount to what Nikki has done. Because Nikki's clearly the star of that show, even though Brie's probably better in the ring. Yeah, I'd say that she is. Um, but... You know, it's just crazy that that was the main event. I did like the celebration at the end, though, where everybody was standing up on the stage there. 
I thought that was a, uh, I thought that was a nice moment. Um, but, yeah. At least Rousey won. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um. Anyway. So, playing Crown Jewel. The very, 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 very controversial Crown Jewel. Um. It wasn't all that bad of a show. Honestly, I think if it had been anywhere else other than Saudi Arabia, then it wouldn't have been criticized as much as it did. If you look at the show start to finish, it wasn't all that bad. Um, There's obviously some moments that were just... I thought Vince was high during the show. Or planning this show. Um, one of the spots I'm not entirely sure about. I think it was all storyline. But I'm not entirely sure to be honest. Um, like I'm not 100% sure. I'm like. Like 80% sure is a storyline. Um, but yeah anyway the World Cup. I think it was pretty good match. Fairly good matches up until the final, where Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon, won the tournament. Okay, so what happened? Um, I'm kind of surprised that they did this. Like not Shane winning, but the final matches being Ziggler and Miz. Right off the bat, that raises a flag. Being heel versus heel, so. You know, uh, but I'm also kind of glad that they did this. You know, it's like a rivalry renewed, even though the rivalry never came to be. But, I mean, Rollins beat, I mean, Ziggler beat Rollins, and Ziggler also beat Kurt Angle. Give that man a title for crying out loud. He just beat two of the biggest stars on Raw. Arguably, Rollins for sure. Angle, uh, I'd say he's still a pretty big star. Um, I mean, it's Kurt Angle, so. But yeah, you have Ziggler beat those guys who are some of the best wrestlers in the ring ever in WWE. You know, like, uh, with match quality, at least. Uh, and then you have Ziggler beat those guys. Like I said, just give that man a title. <laughs> I mean, come on. And of course, the Miz. He's got to be in line for a title. Um, like I said, I'm pretty sure that spot. I think something was supposed to happen there. Just not entirely sure what. Uh, it seemed like the Miz was hurt, but at the same time, you know, it, Shane won. So, I think if Ziggler would have won that, then. I would have thought, like, well, maybe Miz is really hurt. 
but since Shane won, it was probably all storyline. Most likely. Uh, you never really know about that stuff until, you know, they disappear. So. But anyway. Um. So yeah, uh, bar retained. Very happy about that. Uh, curious to see if they're gonna fight Survivor Series because I doubt, like highly doubt, that it's going to be um, Rollins and Ambrose versus the Bar. Uh, not entirely sure who they're gonna have. Uh, I don't know, maybe Authors of Pain, but I don't know. They lost to Root and Gable, so maybe not them. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, uh, Nakamura retained the title. Yeah, yeah, Nakamura. I just wish he would do a little bit more with the belt. Um, hold on one moment. Sorry, I had to take a drink there. Um, but yeah. I wish, uh, Nakamura would do a little bit more with the belt. I mean, he can be very good in the ring. Um. It's just a matter of WWE giving him that spot. You know, uh, but anyway. So then there was. Right. AJ Joe after Brian backed out. Of Crown Jewel, supposedly. That's what the reports are, anyway. I'm not gonna say whether this is true or not, but it certainly does seem like it's true. That's probably why they had the, uh, that's probably why they had, uh, Brian AJ on SmackDown, um, in the opening match, no less, which it should have been the main event. I mean, it's the title, so. Yeah, yeah. I get spur of the moment sort of thing, but they really should have had it in the main event um, instead of that Crown Jewel preview. Sorry. Uh, I had to move my tablet down, so it probably caused uh, some something with the audio. Uh, anyway. So then there was, yeah, Brian Joe, or, no, I'm sorry, AJ Joe, pretty good. Uh, I would have rather seen somebody else in there, but I really don't see who else they could have put in there, um, you know, so, yeah, okay. <laughs> of course, it was a good match, um. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 
AJ Warren, so then oh, the murder of Braun Strowman. Um Lesnar Strowman, the Universal title. I really don't know. Oh jeez, this match. Even from the beginning, I I'll be honest, I didn't really want either one of these guys to win. I mean out of the two I would have rather have had Brock win, which I'm kinda glad they did. Because I do not want to see Strowman as champion. He does not need a title at all. He's one of the biggest stars on Raw. And he's done that without a title. But, on the same note, I mean, he's not even really fit to be champion. Like, okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Before you... And go into an angry rage. Look at like the whole character of Ron Strowman. He attacks people for kind of crazy reasons. Okay, think about this. Forget what I just said. Think about this. Kane, kind of like Strowman. So have Kane. Right? Big monster. Uh, kind of went back and forth between being a face and a heel. You know. Um, hey, he even won the tag titles with somebody uh, kind of on the small one. Right? Kane, X-Pac. Big Show. Or, I almost said Big Show. Uh, Braun Strowman and Nicholas. <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing. In 2018. A 10-year-old winning a... Freaking title, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, anyway. So, but yeah, uh, but Kane, he never really was all that good as world champion. His first title reign lasted a day, and that was really just to screw Austin out of the belt so he can win back the belts, pretty much. Um, But, yeah, then you had uh, his World Heavyweight title reigns weren't really all that good. So, I mean, and you can look at it as two ways. You can look at it as the Kane thing where, you know, he's good without a title. You know, he doesn't need that title. In this case, Universal or even Intercontinental. Um, it would just really... Be like, hey, we finally put a belt on him. You know, which they've already put a title on him. So, you know, but. Or if you come back and bite him in the butt. Like, kind of like uh, the whole Piper situation. And basically what I mean by that is... Uh, Roddy Piper, of course, never won the WWE, then WWF championship. And he absolutely should have. It was just Hogan was champ. Hogan was champ, and that was that. Sorry, just uh, clean off this one thing here. So, again, background noise. And it's just some me swiping off some dust. Anyway, so, 
but yeah, Piper definitely 100% should have held the world title. Um, it's a shame that he didn't. Because uh, Piper could definitely have a good match. Absolutely incredible on the mic. Um, but yeah, number one in the world title. So, and everybody looks back on that saying he absolutely showed up, you know, Piper in his prime as world champion. Could you even imagine? Would have been absolutely incredible. Um, it's like seeing Punk never main, main eventing WrestleMania. Although, uh, well, very, very unlikely. It. There is still a possibility of that happening. I, I don't want to get... Sorry. Uh, just broken for some reason. Anyway. See, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but... Theoretically, CM Punk still could main event WrestleMania. If he came back, they would most likely give him the WrestleMania main event. So it wouldn't be a injustice in... WWE, which, you know, yeah, fair enough, um, so, yeah, um, yeah, Brock won the title, um, which, that tells, we're going to Pierre Survivor Series, Brock AJ2, can't wait. The last match was absolutely incredible. I can't wait for this one. Of course, Brock being Brock, he's still going to win. And of course, going into that UFC fight, Brock's going to win. But, but, on that same note, it's going to be absolutely great. I mean, it's AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. This is kind of like... I think that match is kind of like a preview to what uh, Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, could be like. I mean, it could be. Um, but yeah, I'm really hoping at Survivor Series, I'm just hoping that SmackDown overtakes Raw. And... When you think about it, there isn't really too many reasons why SmackDown shouldn't. The main one being SmackDown got the Fox deal. Not Raw, SmackDown. Uh, I'm not going to go into the reasons why Fox didn't get Raw. Um, again, it's all just speculation. Um, so, yeah, I mean... As far as I know, it has not been confirmed, so therefore, it's just a rumor, and I really do not want to report a rumor, because it could later turn out to be inaccurate, so, even though I did earlier, but, I mean, that one did have a little bit of credibility to it, I mean, it, you could kind of see that playing out on TV with uh, Daniel Bryan and, uh, and Crown Joel, that whole situation. But, yeah. 
So yeah, SmackDown, getting that Fox deal, and for them to lose three years in a row to Raw at Survivor Series, you know, it's just, uh, and that'd be the other thing, you know, they'd be losing three years in a row after, let's see, so... Probably the reason why Raw won Survivor Series last year was, you know, uh, look at, you know, somebody from SmackDown won the Rumble, and Money in the Bank, SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view, so two big stipulation matches right there have gotten SmackDown, plus Elimination Chamber, so another SmackDown exclusive thing. So, okay, Raw won Survivor Series. Okay, fair enough. Fallen Rumble, Nakamura wins. SmackDown got it, okay. But then, but then, you have Raw uh, win both briefcases, which were shortly cashed in afterward. Raw, wait, like, what, only a month or two? Or a few months? And Bliss catching in that night, causing DQ, and then catching in on uh, Nia Jax. Uh, but anyway, um, then at Evolution, somebody from Raw won that Battle Royal. And, of course, Raw's been me betting, but, I mean, that I can kind of see. Arguably, Raw has the bigger stars, so. But, I will admit, I am getting a little sick of Raw being the flagship show. Um, you know, I, I wish, you know, give SmackDown that chance. You know, have SmackDown win Survivor Series. 4-3. So, women's and... Um, world title matches, that's obviously going to Raw. They're not going to have Rousey or Brock lose. Tag titles... I could see... I don't know, depending on who the champs are going in for Raw. Well... The bar could win because Big Show could interfere. So, there's that. I don't really see Rawls losing to Nakamura. I think it'll be close. Don't get me wrong. It technically could still go either way. But Rollins has a bit more of an advantage because I mean, it's Seth freaking Rollins. So, uh, then, of course, 5-on-5 five five elimination matches. Or, yeah, probably just men and women. Uh, kind of doubt that they're going to do the tag one again. Although, although I would like to see them do the tag one again, because I did enjoy that last time. Um, at, uh, 2016. I thought that was pretty good. There's a new take on it, pretty much. One that I previously hadn't seen before. I'm not saying that they never did it before. But it's just something I didn't see before then. 
Um, oh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's a few matches that Raw is obviously going to win. Or two matches Raw is obviously going to win. But, I don't know, SmackDown could win Survivor Series. Well, if, uh, if Raw wins Survivor Series, then there's going to be a SmackDown uh, Royal Rumble winner. And of course, you know, Shane won that World Cup, which was still a SmackDown win. Um, but on that same note, I don't think WWE's going to want to bring up Crown Jewel after all the controversy that that involved. Um, and Shane McMahon can now call himself the best in the world. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So yeah, then <laughs> there was the main event. Oh boy. DX Brothers of Destruction. Man, do I feel bad for DX. Because Triple H got injured during the match. Uh, I'm pretty sure he tore his pectoral. Um, and that's not just rumor. WWE reported it. Uh, so, not totally sure how long he's going to be out for. Um, so, if it's uh, for too long, then he might miss WrestleMania. Which is definitely going to be weird. Um, not having Triple H at Mania. I mean, he's been at the past. Oh, jeez, how many Manias? Uh, let's see. So 34, 33, 32. Oh, yeah, he fought Sheamus at 26, and 25 was him in Orton, 24. Oh, jeez, who trips face at 24? I really can't remember. For sure he was on the card, but I just cannot remember who Triple H fought on the pay-per-view. Uh, see, 21 was... Uh, Triple H Batista, 20, is the triple threat with Michaels and Benoit, uh, 19, who is Triple H and Booker, 18, him and Jericho, 17, was that him and, uh, Taker? I think that was, then 16 was that fatal four-way, oh my goodness, Triple H has been with WWE through at least, actually, no, not at least, he's been with, oh, yeah, at least, actually over two decades of WrestleMania.
absolutely mental. And he's still going. Still freaking going. Absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, the Michaels. Oh, jeez. Everybody says that comeback match I had at uh, SummerSlam 2002 was great, and it was best comeback match, arguably best comeback match anybody's ever had. Um, but this match, oh jeez, Michaels, he just couldn't go. Taker, uh, Taker and Kane were just sell or not selling, they were just dishing out offense like madmen, madmen, um, but, oh, Jesus, Michael, he really shouldn't have come back, and, you know, of course, sweet Saudi dog, sweet Saudi, ah, screw it, because I'm just going to keep messing it up. Because I am fairly tired right now. So, anyway. Um. Yeah, all the money that Michaels was getting. Obviously, you know. He's going to, uh. Show up. And do the show. But yeah, I I'm really hoping that was just, it was just one and done. I doubt it is. I really do. I hope it is. I doubt it. And then of course I'm just gonna feel bad for Michaels because. You know, again, it's just all the ring rust. You know, anyway, uh, thank you guys for watching, and hope to see you next time.